Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Afternoon Delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM along the coast and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Afternoon Delight Max, how's it going? Yeah, good. Had a good weekend? Yeah. Been up to much mischief? Uh, yesterday morning went sailing. Oh yes, sail. yeah, the learn to sail. Uh, is all happening for the next month or so? How'd that go? Yeah, good. Weather was okay? Yep. Yep. It was nice. <laughs> good in the morning. I think it got a bit wild towards the afternoon, but uh, very good for those wanting to learn to sail. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's each Saturday morning? Yep. Excellent. Uh, what about today? Keeping busy? I've been correcting homework all morning, so my brain hurts. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been doing much, no. Yeah. All good, all good. Well, uh, we have a big show uh, to get into straight away. Um, we're going to kick it off finding out what's new on the shelf. What's new, Pussycat? What's new, Pussycat? Okie dokie. It is time for us to uh, have a look at a brand new product on the shelf. Now, this is something I've never come across before. I think perhaps uh, it will become its own uh, own episode maybe in the future. Uh, Frutella. Ever heard of them? No. No, me either. So they're a, uh, a UK creation. They are gelatin-free lollies um they're similar to starburst um they're made using fruit juice natural colors and flavors um they're made by the perfetti van mel company uh they're the ones that also manufacture mentos and chubba chops but uh something new on the the shelf uh at the moment is frutella hippos (laughs) not a very common uh creature that gets promoted in things uh, particularly foodstuffs for kids. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, what 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 do we got there, Max? Uh, little gummy things <laughs> shaped as hippos. Yeah, hippo faces. Yeah. So it's got kind of the snout and the, the eyes. Uh-huh. And the the front of the face is different flavour to the, the back of the face in some of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, gelatin-free... Mm-hmm. That's uh, a, a good thing. Yeah. I don't know what they use in place of gelatin, but... Uh, <laughs> hmm. So, let's have a uh, a look at the different flavours. What do they come in? There's lemon flavour, mm-hmm. strawberry flavour, yep. and 
Um, apple flavour. Right, okay. So they have, traditionally, um, they come in sticks, these Frutella things. But, um, yeah, they've obviously branched out a bit. They've also got uh, sour wrigglers, which are their gummy worms. Oh, they're pretty cute. Oh, okay, so the apple is the one that's got its red and green apple. Yeah. So red mouth and then uh, for the rest of the head. They're coated in, is it going to be citrusy or sugary? I don't know. Considering that their um, their worms are sour worms, I wonder if these are going to be sour hippos. Yeah. They've oh, they're very firm. Yep. <laughs> I guess because when you think of a gummy, it's usually got a bit of <laughs> sponginess to it. But these are you press down on them and you're getting absolutely no give. Okay. Well. What, Pop it down the hatch. Let's see what we get here. Um, all natural fruit juice and flavours. Yep, it's definitely a sour coating. <laughs> Very chewy. Mm-hmm. Really chewy. Mm. Apparently gluten and gelatin free. So that makes them vegan friendly. Mm-hmm. Um... So I've just had the apple one. It's got a very sour tang to it. And an, an apple juice aftertaste. Mm. What did you end up with first? I had the strawberry. Yeah. I don't really know what it tastes like. Oh, so it's not, it's not giving you a strawberry taste? A tiny bit. Because it's a natural strawberry taste. Yeah, it's very... It's overpowered by the the sour. Mm. Yeah, strawberry taste, you get so used to that very sugary um, kind of jam, strawberry jam taste. That's not what this is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think the, the sour is killing any strawberry taste. Too much, too much citric acid. The apple one tastes just like a sour apple. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, what about the lemon one? Is that going to have the same? Actually, oh, yeah, that's very lemony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lemony fresh. <laughs> it's um, it's like the old Coddy's Cordial. Mm. It's a. <laughs> because it's got the, the citric acid um, outer layer to make it a sour lolly, it um, it amplifies the sourness with the lemon taste. If it's possible to be too sour, I don't know, you probably like it. Younger taste buds. What are you thinking? It's good. Yep. The lemon one's a bit strong. <laughs> it does have a, a powerful punch, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so that is the uh, Frutella Hippos. Thumbs up, thumbs down for them. One thumb up. One thumb up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the the apple and lemon in particular, absolutely uh, 100%. 
natural flavour. The strawberry flavour, I mean, it's all made with natural flavours, but the strawberry one's just not quite... You can't quite taste it because of it. I'd like to see them do these without the the sour flavour, perhaps. Just for a bit of a comparison, maybe. Because mm. it doesn't say on the packaging that it's going to be sour. Uh, it just says, Animal Friends inspired Frutella to create gelatin-free jellies with natural fruit juice, colours and flavours. Uh, nowhere on the packet does it say it's going to be... Um, a sour lolly. Yeah. Which is odd because the, um, the, the worms definitely do. Mm-hmm. But there you go. That is the Frutella Hippos. We will, uh, take a very quick break here on Afternoon Delight. And we'll be back to look at this week's, uh, sweet treat. It's, uh, it's a drink from mm-hmm. uh, across the pond. Yeah. So, uh, stick around for that. <laughs> It is time now on Afternoon Delight to check out this week's topic, which is L and P. Mm-hmm. Two letters. That's what we're looking at this week. Yeah. But uh, do you know what those two letters stand for? Lemon and... It's a tricky word to try and pronounce. I, I've been practicing all morning and I don't know if I'm getting it right. Uh, Payroa. Payroa? I believe it is. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've I've, I've been trying to work out the uh, pronunciation, <laughs> but it's a New Zealand uh, beverage. Yeah. Um, and I believe you uh, may have come across the the town where it was produced on your travels. Is that right? I can't remember where that is, but <laughs> might have. <laughs> Payroa, funnily enough. I probably have. But. Um, We've got, uh, yeah, a, a can of it here in the studio. Apparently it's your mum's favourite drink ever. Yeah. <laughs> and often that's the thing. The people that have tasted it before, they're like, yep, that is the best drink in the world. Yeah. Uh, I have not tasted it before, so I'm looking forward to this. It's really good. Really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was created in 1907 with uh, lemon juice combined with carbonated mineral water from the town of Peyroa. Uh But now it's owned and manufactured by... Who else but the Coca-Cola company? They they own pretty much every carbonated <laughs> beverage these days. Uh, it's very popular in New Zealand, available in some Australian shops. It, you're starting to see it pop up more in supermarkets now as well. Yeah. Uh, it is catching on. Uh, it was formerly sold in the gourmet burger kitchen restaurants of the UK and some specialty stores, but um, it's... It's known for its uh, great taste and being used as a mixer drink in New Zealand bars. Um, so <laughs> their slogan is world famous in New Zealand, which when you break that down, <laughs> uh, it's quite a, a, a very funny turn of phrase. It's used to describe items that are famous within New Zealand, but the rest of the world don't really know much about it. There are similar items in other countries to uh, Lemon Payroa because it's a lemon soft drink, but it would have a a, a far higher media profile if it was worldwide known, basically. Um, So the analysis of Payroa mineral water by Arthur Woolman in 1904 revealed a high concentration of magnesium bicarbonate, 
So that's a particular type of salt. And uh, in 1908, the property containing the mineral spring was purchased by Robert Felbel and his brother-in-law, Frank Brinkler. Their company, Peyroa Mineral Water, bottled the spring water until 1915, when they then sold the company on to Menzies and Company, and they opened up a factory uh, in 1926. Throughout the late 1940s, Lemon and Peyroa and Peyroa and Lemon were both marketed as the name for the different drinks. So it was L&P and P&L. <laughs> uh, in 1963, Menzies & Co. merged with a Hamilton-based bottler called C.L. Innes, and L&P took on um, the Innes Tartan as its motif on the neck of the bottle. So it's got a, um, a very distinctive uh, trademarked pattern. Uh, this continued until the late 1970s when L&P was taken over by Oasis Industries and then in turn Coca-Cola. Um, throughout the 1960s, there was a co- collaboration between some different New Zealand music artists who recorded a cover of Martha and the Vandellas' song Love is Like a Heat Wave to promote the drink. But uh, now that L&P is made by Coca-Cola, it's just in the same line of production as a lot of their other beverages. Um, there is a giant L&P bottle in Peyroa near the site where the product was originally manufactured, similar to what we have here in Australia with, you know, the big koala, the big pineapple. <laughs> they have the big L&P bottle. <laughs> um, and the company has licensed an official L&P Kiowana shop and cafe. So Kiowana are items uh, that are kind of iconic New Zealand things. Um, and that's what uh, traditionally um, New Zealanders see as kind of cultural icons. We yep. have, you know, Vegemite. L&P is their Vegemite. So uh, that's a very brief history of uh, L&P. But uh, we're going to take a uh, quick break and then... We will uh, return to sample. Now, you've already had this before, so you know what we're in for. I'm uh, very much on the uh, receiving end of the... It's a first-time L&P for me. So, uh, looking forward to it. We're going to be pitting it head-to-head with some uh, other worldwide-known lemon-flavoured drinks. So, uh, stick around. We'll be back after this. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. Radio Max, it is time for us to go head to head to head <laughs> with uh, L&P and a couple of other lemon-flavoured drinks. So uh, we've got a can of it here, L&P, good lemony stuff. The summer edition can, which features uh, some pictures of uh, a gentleman vibing, uh, lazing against a tree. There's some surfers. Um, they're at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what are we looking at here? So sugars per serve is 48 grams, uh, which equates to 10.8 grams of sugar per 100 mil. Um Lots of uh, New Zealand promo there, um, such as uh, Be a Tidy Kiwi, Love New Zealand, Recycle the Can with Care. (laughs) Good message all round. Now, the it's a 440ml can, 
Not many drinks come in that size. Yeah. We have uh, 350 mils here in Australia. Um, it's a very different looking colour. Yep. What colour would you describe that as? It's like a really light yellow. It's kind of a champagne colour. Yeah. Looking very uh, bubbly and aerated. Now I'm going to have to uh, rely on you for the sniff test. What's uh, what's it doing? Lemony. Lemony? Yeah. Lemony fresh. I think their uh, hippos have uh, invaded your nostrils. But, uh, yeah, so very bubbly. Yeah. Strong mineral water. Um, what are they calling the ingredients here? Carbonated water, sugar, food acid, flavour, mineral salt, and colour. So it's a pretty simple recipe. Um, lemon and mineral water. I'm now regretting the fact that I don't have a uh, lemon deep spring here. Because that is exactly what we should have been comparing it against. Okay, down the hatch, let's see uh, what the flavour's doing with the LMP. It's got a, uh, yeah, lemony bite to it. Ooh. Okay, what's it doing to you, Max? It's good. Good stuff? Yeah. So, it's good to be able to compare it to that lemon hippo, actually. Because the lemon hippo reminded me of Cotty's Cordial. Like the real old school stuff. <laughs> uh, not the, the super manufactured. So this has got more of a, a homemade lemonade taste to it. Yeah. Um, so if it was homemade lemonade and you mixed it with mineral water. But I'm really regretting now not thinking of doing a deep spring comparison. Because that is, that's, that's possibly what we should have been doing instead of these... Kind of better named brand <laughs> lemon drinks. You know how um, Coke and that are all really like, fizzy in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This isn't as fizzy as that. Yeah, despite the fact it's coming from the same manufacturing process, uh, they have retained... So it's, it's got a saltier taste to it because it does have that... It won't be the original Peroa mineral water... But they've added salt to make it taste like mineral water, perhaps. Mineral salt's 504-500-170. So (laughs) the scientists have been at it to try and work out uh, exactly what this mineral water tastes like. And in doing so, have tried to replicate it to make their own (laughs) seawater sort of thing. Um, So you can... it gives a it, it leaves a salty ish taste on your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. But um it's nice. I won't say I'm one over yet. We'll see when we pit it against these other couple of lemon drinks. Can you remember back to the first time you drank it? Um in New Zealand when I think it was Christchurch. Yep. Yeah, we're just in the motel place. Yep. Um, came back from shopping, and we saw it and tried. Thought we would try. What is that? Yep. Give Um, it a shot. Yeah. That's that's the way that the uh, best discoveries are made. I think. Uh Um. Okay. So. Yeah, it's definitely. There's there's also the the tickle. And I'm assuming it's just the mineral water 
it it does leave that uh, it's the salty aftertaste i think it's not sugary aftertaste yeah yeah well we've got two different lemon flavored drinks which one do you want to uh pit it against first uh solo solo yeah i think that's lemon versus lemon and um this has a heap of stuff in it (laughs) carbonated water same deal as lmp Food acids, natural flavour, sweeteners, colours, preservatives, phenylectinuricticics, whatever that is, contains phenylalanine, a word that everyone loves to say. Um, so, wrap your laughing gear around that. Not quite as fizzy this time round. So even though it's still carbonated water, it's not got the... Uh, the fizz of the L&P. The bubbles are a lot smaller, and again, it could just be the carbonation process, but the L&P had huge bubbles in it. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why. This is uh, stronger than L&P. Yeah, it's got... Oh, I'd forgotten how bitey it is. It's very sharp lemon taste. Mm-hmm. And to combat it, they've added all the extra sweetener. So, sugars... Oh, wow. <laughs> I've managed to get the zero sugar one by accident. Um, so, there, there is zero sugar in this one. And yet, in the ingredients, it lists sweet. Oh, sweeteners, not sugar. Sweeteners 950, 952, and 951. What the heck are they? Uh, Well, we'll have to compare the sodium then. So the salt in L&P is 16 mils per 100. And in solo, the zero sugar, 17. So it's only one gram more salt. And yet this doesn't leave the salty aftertaste. Mm. Odd. Do you notice any other major differences with it? Colour. Yes, definitely. Solo has a... Where the L&P was kind of that see-through champagne, this is very cloudy. see-through. No, no, not at all. On the other hand, our final <laughs> head-to-head drink um, is the most see-through of the lot. Yeah. And uh, it's very bubbly. Yeah. Um, we've got Sprite. Mm-hmm. So we're cheating a little bit here because Sprite isn't just lemon flavour. Mm. Sprite is lemon-lime. So it will have, one would assume, more of a citrusy taste to it. This one has a lot more bubbles than both of them. Yeah. And again, the science behind that, I couldn't possibly tell you. Uh, we're looking at 4.9 grams of sugar, so it's actually less sugar per 100 grams than your L&P. Of course, you're not, it's not going to be less than the Solo, because that was sugar-free. But uh, 6.9 grams salt, or sodium. Therefore, uh, it's the lowest salt content and the lowest sugar content of all... Uh, despite the fact that Solo's zero. 
Um, completely see-through. Absolutely transparent. Yeah. Except for all the bubbles. Yeah. Aside from the bubbles, you could be uh, tricked into thinking it was water. Yeah. It's very much a lemonade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, lemon-lime flavouring, carbonated water, sugar, food, acid, flavour, preservatives, and sweeteners. So the sweeteners are 9.50 and 9.55. Solo's sweeteners were 950, 952, and 951. So that's obviously a change in flavours. I'm going to make a prediction that lemon is 950 sweetener because <laughs> it's in both of them. What's the taste doing for you? It's a bit less um, strong than Solo. Yeah, it does. Even though it's lemon and lime flavour, there's. Not much of a citrus taste to it. It's yeah. it just tastes. It's it's the lemon. It's the the carbonation. So you, even though you can't taste bubbles, <laughs> that's the majority of what this drink is. It's got a lemony ish taste, but it's not as strong as like Solo was super lemon. Um, L and P had. <sighs> literally a lemon in mineral water taste mm-hmm. and this it tastes harsh almost <laughs> I don't know Sprite to me tastes like your run of the mill lemonade like any just plain lemonade mm. in that regard but if you were to pit them head to head which uh, is what we are doing how are you ranking them I'm doing it though um Way we drank them. Oh, the same so, order. Yep. LMP, yep. Solo, then Sprite. I think I'm. If I was looking for the lemoniest, it would definitely be Solo. I like the LMP. I'm probably going to have to go back to uh, <laughs> to test it again, but um, I think Solo. It's just the the straight. I think the salty aftertaste of LMP wasn't quite getting me over the line. So maybe Solo LMP Sprite for me. But I would really like to pit it against like a deep spring lemon because I think that would be much more in the wheelhouse. Now that I've had it, uh, it's it's not much. It's not really the sugary soft drink I was thinking. It's more a salty, mm. salty drink. So a, a deep spring or any sort of lemon mineral water, I think would have been a better head to head. But uh, it's it's very nice. I can see why people who have it <laughs> like it. Uh, We'll take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight. We'll be back with our sweetest tune right after this. Time now on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune. And we did mention uh, at the top of the show uh, what the song was going to be. Because it was used to promote LNP in uh, commercials with a great big collaboration of New Zealand artists back in the early 1960s. Uh, but this is the uh, original version, uh, the Martha and the Vandellas tune Heatwave, written by Holland Dozier and uh, released as a 45 RPM single in July 1963 through the Gordy label. Um, do you know who... Uh, Gordy or Barry Gordy. Well, you might know his son. 
Do you know Red Foo? Yeah. Yeah, so Red Foo, the rap guy, <laughs> is the son of a Motown legend. It's the strangest pairing. It always does my head in that uh, someone who's so well known for introducing one style of music can have a, a, an offspring that does something completely different. But anyway, I guess that's how music works. Uh, so this is the sweetest tune this week, Heatwave by Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. That there is Martha Reeves and the Vandellas with Heatwave this week's uh, sweetest tune. What do you think of that one, Max? Yeah, it was good. It's got... I was saying just before we uh, we played it, it's got the strangest drum beat. It's like it's on the beat, but then it's off the beat. I don't know. I'm not a drummer. <laughs> um, time very quickly to uh, uh, share a little bit of news because uh, it's that time of year again uh, where all the Year 12s have uh, finished their exams and are starting to let their hair down. An extra, extra. So, because the Year 12s have officially finished their exam period, they uh, they let off steam a little bit with something called uh, Schoolies Week. Now, something that I never did. <laughs> I was not that kind of thing. But uh, uh, during Schoolies Week, people will often... Uh, go to the beach or uh, they they may overindulge in certain things so there is a company out there that have uh, come up with a way and we've spoken about them uh, on the show before around this time of year each year called red frogs so red frogs uh, is a group of people who saw um, these teenagers getting a bit re- reckless and possibly doing things that might endanger their uh, their their bodies from time to time. Um, so they came up with a very simple way to check in, uh, have a chat, make sure that the kids are looking after themselves and being safe by offering them a red frog. And that uh, grew from one or two volunteers into a massive <laughs> group of people that are now employed and trained to uh, help look after um, uh, young people and they combat a culture that is largely dominated by alcohol and other substances. So uh, they will um, hand out red frogs by the thousands uh, throughout Schoolies Week to check in with people and uh, make sure, as I say, that they're staying safe um, throughout Schoolies. It's a great initiative. Um, and uh, well done to uh, Alan's Lollies, who partner with Red Frogs each year to um, look after young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, if you happen to have a, uh, a young person in your life at the moment that is going through the, the schoolies party mode, um, make sure that they know who the, the Red Frogs folks are and to look out for them um, and to... Yeah, um, give them a thumbs up, say g'day. <laughs> it's because red frogs are more than just a lolly. So it's a non-profit support program 
uh, reaching out to to young people. Um, and actually, it's it's worldwide movement now. But um, there's more than uh, a thousand volunteers out there um, who are going to be handing out red frogs to share a smile and start a conversation just to make sure that everyone is uh, looking after themselves. So we'll take a quick break here on uh, Afternoon Delight and we'll be back to share a recipe. It's time now on Afternoon Delight for us to share a recipe. Now, um, we've been looking at L&P today. Uh, we could quite easily give you a bit of a uh, an L&P recipe or uh, making your own homemade lemonade. But um, we've decided to you go a little bit differently uh, with one that uses L&P in its ingredients list. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are we making today? L&P cheesecake. So you could drink L&P or you could uh, turn into a dessert. So a uh, few ingredients, different layers. What do we need for the base? 180 grams of digestive biscuits, mm-hmm. three, piece, pe- three pieces lemon zest, 50 grams of unsalted butter, one tea, tea, tablespoon of LMP. So we've already used some of the LMP in the uh, in the base. What about the candied lemon and ginger? Two lemons, 1,200 grams of water, 20 grams of fresh ginger, 400 grams of LMP, and 20 grams of brandy. So that bit's optional, but uh, you still use more L&P. <laughs> you might get through the whole bottle by the end of the recipe. Yeah. 40 grams of raw sugar, 2 pieces of lemon zest, 250 grams of cream cheese, 250 grams of sour cream, 1 tablespoon of natural vanilla extract, 60 grams of L&P, three tablespoons of gelatin powder, hot water, and one to two tablespoons of flaked almonds. So that's all the ingredients that you need for the base, for the candy lemon and ginger, and for the cream cheese filling. Then to uh, piece it all together, you need to uh, combine the, uh, the base first, and then cook that. Uh, then you'll need to uh, work on the cheese filling to uh, to pour into the the base. And uh, once that's set, you can garnish it with the candied lemon and ginger. So uh, it looks like it's going to be a, a delicious cheesecake indeed. Takes about half an hour to prepare, and total cook time is four hours, um, and they recommend the serving size of uh, eight eight portions. Mm-hmm. But it's 
L and P throughout every single layer of the cheesecake. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, good way if you're an L and P fan to uh, to use any leftover if you can't drink the whole bottle all at once, such as me. <laughs> but uh, that's a thermomix recipe, so uh, each of the the layers will be um, created by your thermomix doing all the hard work for you. Uh huh. So we'll stick that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, you can have a go at that one yourself to enjoy. We'll be back right after this to wrap up the show by unwrapping the Kinder Surprise. Okie dokie, Max. Time to open up the Kinder Surprise. What is inside? It's a bird. A bird, okay. Like last week. Oh, very similar to last week. Is it the exact same bird? Uh, I don't think the so. The crow toucan thing, we couldn't quite work out what it was meant to be. Could be the same bird, just not the same. Um, colours. Different colours. It's got blue legs and kind of a dark blue body. And a couple of pieces there. While Max is piecing that together, let's have a quick look back at the Facebook page. So we were having a look at uh, Baby Ruth bars last time. And uh, during that episode, uh, Josh Earl from another podcast called Don't You Know Who I Am was doing a poll and uh, had been trying to work out what was the greatest milk bar lolly ever. So he'd posted up heaps and heaps of different ones. People had been voting for them um, and was getting down. We were hours away from finding out the number one as um, the, uh, the, it was Freckles and Killer Pythons, I believe, was the, uh, the final two that people were voting for. So uh, let's find out what was the winner. I'm going to go back to uh, the, <laughs> the start of November. The winner was Freckles took out the number one place. Mm. 53% voted Freckles over Killer Pythons as the number one um, milk bar lolly. Hmm. The greatest milk bar lolly tournament ever. There had been quite a bit of controversy about uh, Killer Pythons <laughs> being in the mix. People weren't happy. They didn't think that they were a, a milk bar lolly. They definitely are. You would see a giant Killer Python display up on the milk bar um, counter. So, uh, well done, Freckles. <laughs> you made it. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, yeah, if you head to the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page, um, we, we one of our listeners sent us a, uh, a little fun fact that uh, Google um, had jumped on the fairy bread bandwagon, um, that if you, if you Google fairy bread, 
um, fairy bread rains down from the top of the page. Uh, so if you click on the link on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, you can have your very own fairy bread virtual party. <laughs> Such a ridiculous thing. Um, but uh, that's it for this week. Thank you for uh, sticking around on Afternoon Delight. And as always, if you've got any suggestions for future topics... Uh, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or uh, head to the Facebook page to vote this week. What is your favourite lemony carbonated beverage? All things going well. We'll be back next Sunday to do it again from three. We'll catch you then. Bye-bye. See ya. It's right while waiting till the middle of a cold, dark night When everything's a little clear in the light of day Always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Sky rockets in flight Afternoon delight